Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to share an article with you that someone sent me after listening to yesterday's show. Um, he brought up the point, he said that after listening to my show he realized that Americans were being sold on the concept of retiring with a very small amount of money and living in a very uncomfortable retirement life. So he sent me an article, and this article says it's called, by the way, it's Forbes article, and it's called 13 Ways to Make Your Money Last in Retirement, written by a guy named Dave Ray. Uh, a personal finance CFP who writes about having a wealthier, healthier, happier life. <clears throat> well, he's not very good at what he does, unfortunately. And I want to go through his, what we call common speak. This is what most financial planners are going to tell you about retirement. And it goes on, the article starts just explaining to people that most people are very, very fearful of running out of money in retirement. And by the way, I'm sorry, I have some kind of a allergy today and my nose is just going crazy. So I apologize if I make any strange sounds. Uh, but this guy is, he's saying that people are really afraid they're gonna run out of money in retirement or that their retirement's gonna be terrible or whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. That he's, he's saying it's something that everybody's afraid of. So he then goes on and says, here's 13 ways that you can help not run out of money. Now, I want you to just start by imagining this. Do you want to do the things that will make it so you just barely don't run out of money? Or would you rather make lots of money and live a great life? Most people retire later in life. I retired at 34, but what's interesting is every single year I add more 
real estate to my portfolio. Hence what happens is more real estate I own, more money I make. I'm telling you this not to impress you, but to impress upon you just in the last two months, I've added five properties. And the five properties are bringing me an additional $45,000 a month. Now think about that. Whatever this guy is gonna say to you doesn't mean anything. It's complete nonsense. Because if you made $45,000 more a month than what you make now, you'd have no problems on this earth, right? Well, interestingly enough, you have to realize that's 45,000 more. I've been doing this for 30 years. You can go through the numbers yourself and intellectually figure out that I've gotta be making quite a bit more money than that after 30 years. That's how much I was able to create as far as new income sources in just the last two months. Again, I'm not telling you this to impress upon you or to impress you about me. I'm telling you, look at what can be done if you'll just do it. That's the important thing. And to do it, there's something important you have to realize. You can have whatever you want, but you can't have everything. And if you want to follow traditional ideas about retirement, then you will utilize the only funds you have to go out there and utilize productive ideas about retirement. So if you live and breathe the nonsense we talked about yesterday, the 401k, the IRA, pay off your home, you know, pay your, get your house mortgage paid off. If you live all those nonsensical business ideas, and they're not business ideas, they're actually just uh, financial planning ideas, I guess. I can't come up with a good name for it. If you believe all that stuff, then you cannot and will not be able to do what we do here at Lifestyles, which is to go out and retire in anywhere from two to five years. You will not be able to continue to increase your income after you're retired for the rest of your life. In fact, you will be living on the edge of the fear that your income will go down because you lose your job. Then you'll live off whatever your finances can produce for you, but as you utilize that money to live on it, there's gonna be less finances available to you, and eventually you will eat away your nest egg to where it's nothing. Now, that is the spiral that you're going to live with. Our spiral is just the opposite. The more money I make, the less I need of what I make, the larger percentage of what I make I can save, the more I save, I end up with useless cash that can be nothing done with. Interest rates are less than a half a percent right now. There's no place you can put your cash. The bonds are probably 1%. There's nothing to do with cash except buy real estate. And with real estate, you can earn anywhere from 6 to 10% on cash flow, have it be tax-free, right, and have capital gains come about. So... Every two to four years, your money doubles in value if you're doing it the way we're doing it, right? So I just got to get that across to you. You can't do both. Now, I am going to share this article with you this gentleman sent to me because I think it points out how ignorant financial planners really are and that how blindly we follow these people just because they have some kind of a degree from a teacher and a professor who himself has no idea how to get rich, has no idea how to retire, except on a pension, which they get. But those are the people teaching these people and giving them these degrees. 
and the people with degrees have nothing. So let's start. Number one way making money last longer is minimize your fixed expenses. So what does that mean? Well, let's buy ourselves a piece of trash, old, small car that we can buy for next to nothing so we don't have any car payments. That's getting rid of those fixed expenses. Let's just buy something we can afford to pay cash for. Let's downsize our house. Let's move into a cracker box. Now, by the way, our kids are gone. Our grandkids are somewhere else with our kids, and it's just you and I now. We don't need this 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 square foot home anymore. Well, I have just me, my wife, and six cats. And we have a 16,000 square foot home. And we enjoy every inch of it. Because of all the stuff we have built into it, which is a built-in gym, we have a shooting range, we have a, uh, a whole shop for building things, I have a train layout that I have for hobby, uh, we have a Needless to say, we have just about everything you can think of. Pool room, man cave, uh, I can't even, it's just it, everything you think of, right? So why am I bringing that up? Again, not to impress upon you, but to impress you, but to impress upon you that I didn't need to get rid of all that stuff to retire. Why do you need to get rid of the stuff you enjoy in life? To lower your expenses. So the number one way to not go broke is to live like a hermit. Live in a small, terrible house in a bad neighborhood. Live in a, drive a really cheap, small car or whatever. And that's the number one way. Now, when you think about that, do you really want to do all that stuff? Is retirement the thing? You see these pictures on TV, guys, of these two beautiful old people, by the way, always in perfect condition, always beautiful, perfect teeth, silver white hair, running down the beach in white clothes. And you go, oh, that's retirement. No, you should really see the retirement that these people are talking about for you. It's nothing like that. The next one is maximize Social Security. Here it is. Here's the best way to not run out of money in retirement. Don't retire. (laughs) If you don't take your Social Security until you're many years older, you get more. Now, it's a minuscule amount. Even at maximum amount, it's a minuscule amount, right? It's not very much. But if you don't take it until you're, say, 70, then you get a larger amount. So who out there is thinking, I don't want to stop working till I'm 70? I don't think very many of you that's your plan, but although maybe it's all of you. It's that that plan is what my people that belong to my program believe. Although some of them you don't get here until you're 70, then that is your plan, man. I hope I can just retire by 70. But do you want to not retire until you're 70? That's a plan. We'll take a short break. We'll come back and get the other 11 of these really brilliant ideas on how not to retire. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. The show today, we're taking on a Forbes article called 13 Ways to Not go broke, basically, uh, during retirement, not to run out of money during retirement, I guess what it was. And we're on uh, the third installment here, which is consider some guaranteed income. Now, what they're talking about here is annuities. And they're talking about more commonly known as uh, a guaranteed annuity income. But read what the last paragraph of this paragraph, of this uh, statement says. But please avoid getting sold some big annuity by sky high with sky high fees that you can't get out of. This should just be a small portion of your overall net worth, giving you a little extra peace of mind from some guarantees on your income stream in retirement. Do you have any idea how stupid that statement is? Saying maybe you should have a little bit of this stuff. It's a really not a good thing. Don't make this your retirement plan. But a little bit of bad might make you feel a little better because you got a few dollars of guaranteed income. Wow. Can you believe somebody actually said that? Said one of the ways you might do better is this, but don't do it because it's not a good thing to do. <laughs> These guys are financial planners, dude. I'm telling you. They couldn't retire themselves, let alone you. Have a retirement spending plan. We all hate budgeting, right? A spending plan is like a budget, but hopefully a little more exciting. This is where they set aside money for fun stuff like travel or shopping or going on, uh, going out with friends. Budgeting is where some financial know-it-alls tell you that you're going to die poor after buying one cup of coffee at Starbucks. These guys rattle on about nothing. <laughs> what is, does it mean to have a spending plan? Right? Are you going to sit there and get out a spreadsheet and go, okay, my cost of living is $2,000 a month. I've got $500,000 in retirement. I'm going to take down 4% of that uh, a year, take off 4% of that a year, which is going to be, let's say it's a million. It's 40000 would be $20,000 a year. And that doesn't cover my $2,000 a month. 
<laughs> right? It doesn't even cover my 2000. What kind of a plan can you put together with that? The plan is irrelevant. The only question is how much money are you making? And if you quit working, you're making nothing with your 401k, nothing with your IRA, nothing with your paid in full home. You're making nothing. So how is that a plan? Right? It's a plan for failure. That's what it is. It's a plan for failure. Don't ignore tax planning. Oh, my gosh. What you forget is, is that as you take this money out of that 401k and out of that Roth and out of these, or out of the 401k and out of the IRAs, you have to pay taxes on it. So what they're saying is, don't forget about that. Don't ignore tax planning because if you figure out how to take it out at the slowest rate, you'll pull it out at the lowest tax rate you can. So let's analyze that for a second. If you earned $100,000 working, you would have paid taxes on that $100,000 at a certain tax rate. If you pull $100,000 out of your IRA or your 401k, you're going to pay that same tax rate. So how do you get into a lower tax rate by tax planning? By not pulling out very much at a time. So if you can get down to living on only $10,000 a year out of your 401k, that's not taxable, right? So the answer, again, for these guys is to be poor. Live on nothing and then not pay very many taxes. But if you intend to live the same way you're living right now, you're going to pay taxes. And by the way, I live better every year. Do taxes bother me? No. I ask people all the time, did you pay 400,000 taxes last year? They go, no. I go, well, you don't have a tax problem. You have an income problem. I pay way more than that in taxes. Come on, guys. Got to make money to pay taxes. You're not making any money. You don't have a tax problem. Next one, remember inflation. Guys, there hasn't been inflation for 20 years. I was listening to an economist the other day, and he was saying that people keep believing there's going to be inflation from all this spending the government's doing. And he put out this great oration about why that will never happen. I listened to another economist about two days later. Same thing. That economist says there's not going to be inflation. But he said what there will be is some momentary inflation. In other words, when COVID goes away and everybody can get back and start traveling and buying gasoline and buying jet fuel and, and now the government shut down gasoline and shut down jet fuel, gas is going to inflate rapidly. So those things where there's pent-up demand and yet they've stopped producing them will have temporary inflation. But eventually, it will come back down because there's no real reason for inflation. And the government won't let it happen even if there is. As soon as they see that people are buying too many houses, they may, or they may raise the interest rates a little bit so the house buying goes down. But the second they see that the house buying is slowed down to nothing, the GDP is going to nothing, inflation is occurring, houses are getting very expensive, boom, they'll lower interest rates right back down again. It's not going to happen. Number seven, make healthy choices. I don't even know what they mean by this. Being sick is miserable and expensive. Many chronic health conditions are prevented. Boy, that's common sense, man. Again, that one, yes, makes sense. Live a healthy life, okay? I'm not even going to argue with that one. Number eight, work just a little longer. There you go. You want to know how to make sure you retire in a good situation 
just don't retire. That's right. Work another 10 years and save money another 10 years, right? That'll do it for you. Work another 10, save another 10. Don't retire. So you were trying to retire by age 60, now you got to do it by 70. By the way, you'll do better because you won't take your Social Security either. So you'll do better by not retiring. Great idea. How do I keep, how do I retire and not fear losing all my money? Don't retire. Face your fears of smart investing. This one, I don't even know what this is. Savings rates of banks are the toilet right now and have been for over a decade. If you leave money in the bank, you are losing money. But I just told you that, right? Each and every day of inflation, fear of the investing will almost inevitably bring about the result you most worry, running out of money at retirement. If you put your money in a CD at the bank, earning 2%, you can't get 2% on a CD right now. And you would need around $3 million to produce just $60,000 at retirement. Uh, what is it getting to? Don't even get me started on money sitting in savings accounts paying less than one-tenth of a percent. It would take 72,000 years for your money to double. A million dollars earning just $100 in interest per year. <sighs> Don't do it. So they didn't give you an alternative. I'll give you the alternative. They're right. Don't do it. The alternative is buy real estate. That's what everybody that knows what they're doing is doing. Number 10, plan for long-term care. I, I have to admit that I don't understand long-term care insurance choices very well because I've not bought into any of them. Uh, and that's because I have more wealth than I could live out for a uh, hundred years. I don't know. The point is, is that I don't need insurance. I'm self-insured. You might need to. I'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, uh, we're going through an article here that's out by Forbes, and the name of the article is, if you want to look it up, is called, um, it's all the way back up here at the top. Sorry about this. Uh, I thought it was up there. Uh, 13 ways to make your money last in retirement. We're now down to number 11. And uh, what we're looking at here in number 11 says, look for ways to save without cutting back. Interesting point. They go on to go, scrimping and saving isn't fun, so look for ways to save without having to cut back. I negotiate all of my reoccurring bills every year, and this usually saves me around $300 per month. So what is he talking about? He's talking about renegotiate your insurance every year, and you should do that. 
uh, renegotiate um, your credit card interest rates if you're paying stuff on credit cards and have actually pay interest with them. By the way, I never pay interest on credit cards. I buy everything on credit card to get the points, and then I turn around and pay them off instantly. So there's another one of these that's probably in there somewhere else, uh, is that if you want to try to make some money, start using your credit cards. But set it up to where you only spend each month on that credit card, that which you could afford to pay cash for at the end anyway. In other words, only stuff you know you need to buy and you're gonna buy it cash, just pull the credit card out and get the one, two or three points per dollar. Uh, it, it's a pretty impressive way to make some extra money. I've still, I had one guy made like thirty dollars or $40,000 because he was using his card on all of his businesses besides his own personal stuff. Okay, so he says that that gets him about $300 a month, which is $3,600 per year, and said, what would you do with that extra money, $3,600 a year? Okay, well, on the other hand, you go buy one rent house, and it can make you four or $500 a month. That would be pretty impressive too, wouldn't it? In fact, if you had the $3,600 from savings, why wouldn't you use that money to go buy a rent house? For this conversation, that may be difference between running out of money in retirement and not. $3,600 a year is the difference between running out of money in retirement? $3,600 a year? Are you kidding me? You got to be out of your mind. That's nothing. I'm sorry. This is about me trying to get you to see that all of these things are trying to show you how to live a mediocre life. That's what it all is. They want you to be that gerbil in that gerbil cage running on that wheel, living this life of quiet desperation in your cubicle every day. That's what they want for you. And they're telling it to you every day. And what I see is plain, plain writing. Here it is in front of you, right? Save $3,600 a year. And that'll make you wealthy. No, they're saying it might keep you from going broke. And I'm telling you, if $3,600 a year is going to make you go broke, you're in trouble. Ah, here it is, number 12. Maximize credit card points and miles. Absolutely a good idea. I agree with that one 100%. Uh, whether you're trying to get rich or not, this is not even about trying to retire with it. I would do that even if you had a $200,000 a year job because it's just free money. The credit card companies are giving you free money to put money through the credit cards. The credit card companies charging them 4%. They're giving you 1% or 2 or 3% back for using their card. It's a win-win for you and the credit card companies. It's the business people that are paying through the nose for that type of a transaction. So definitely start doing that. Now here's the creme de la creme de la creme. Number 13, buy your home early. Now I'm going to read this to you so I don't misrepresent what the gentleman is saying. I'll quote, I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of rushing to pay off your mortgage. So he's not a Dave Ramsey guy. I absolutely think paying off your mortgage is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. He goes on and says, I plan, that's quote again, I plan to have one at least, have one at least through my working career. In other words, purchase my current home in my 20s. So during his working career, he intends on paying off a home. Now, guys, well, let me go ahead and finish this quote of this 
It says, that being said, owning a home is a hedge against inflation of housing costs and an extra layer of protection against running out of money in retirement. Okay, I'm going to go into what he's saying in a minute. What I want you to understand is my first home was a $40,000 condo. My second home was a $120,000 three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house in the suburbs, uh, 2,600 square feet. My next home was a 4,000-square-foot two-story in the suburbs that I paid like $200,000 for. I'm sorry, I paid $150,000 for it. It was worth $200,000. Uh, my next home was a um, personally built by the Builder Mansion uh, with everything high-end stuff in it, which was 5,000-square-foot um, patio home, townhouse-type uh, home, three-story deal in town. Worth about a million bucks. I paid a million for it. I sold it for a million something, but not much more. Uh, and then I got rid of that, moved into a 16,000 square foot home that was built. And uh, for three and a half million dollars, I paid two and a half million for it. Today is probably worth five million. Point, what point am I making? You're not going to buy one house when you're 20 years old and keep that house, the same house. If this guy is writing an article right now, and he's saying he bought a house when he was 20 and he's still in it. What does that tell you about the human being? It means he's going nowhere in life. He's got no future. Now let's talk about his theory. His theory is it's hedged to inflation. Absolutely. You should own your own home one way or another, whether you pay payments on it or you have it free and clear, you should own a home. There's no doubt about that unless this is true. You're a young kid. You're a startup. You've got maybe 25000 bucks. Should I go buy my own first home? No. Go buy your own first rental properties and keep buying rental properties until the rental properties have produced enough income to pay your mortgage for you. That way you live free, right? You see the difference? By waiting a little longer, buying some investment properties first, you can live free. Now, if you weren't smart enough to start that way, that's fine. Let's go on and talk about the next thing here. How is it a hedge for you at retirement? What they're saying is if this home keeps going up in value, which we all hope they do, but remember, that's speculation just as much as the stock market going up, but we hope they do. So you're hoping that 30 years later you've paid the mortgage off and now it's worth more than you paid for it. And now you can come back to that home and either refinance out some money to live on or sell and get some money to live on. I don't have any problem with that. You know why I don't have any problem with that? Because it's real estate. <laughs> and so he says... If you enter retirement and can live off your assets while owning a home, you can think of your home as the last-minute safety net. For example, I ran a financial plan for a widow mentioned at the beginning of this post where we expected her assets to run out and around 100 years old. Even the possibility of running out of money freaked her out. Then I gently reminded her that her home is in Beverly Hills and it would be paid off in three years. The current value is a few million dollars and it's safe to assume it will be worth much, much more in 30 years when she hits 100 Absolutely nothing wrong with that argument. I would even add to it, there's something even more interesting nowadays. If you're over 65, if both spouses are over 65, if you're married, you can do something called a reverse mortgage. In a reverse mortgage, you are going to get paid a lump sum of money. In other words, you take out a mortgage, they'll give you the money, but you don't make any payments. You just accrue interest. And you have a life estate, meaning you can live in the house for the rest of your life. And if one of you dies, the other can live in the house the rest of your life. And when you're both dead, your estate still owns the house, 
minus the money you took out up front and any interest that it has accrued during the period of time. So if there's any equity left in the house, your kids can take and sell the house, pay off the mortgage, and keep the rest of the money. This is an absolutely good concept. Uh, there's a guy on the radio um, after me or sometime during the day, I think later in the afternoon, that does reverse mortgages. His name is Ray Massey. Um, I totally believe that he's, he's got a, the right idea with this thing, and um, I just can't do it because I got myself a beautiful young wife that's way, way younger than I am, and we're never going to get there. I'll be dead before she's 65 years old. I guarantee you that. Uh, so, But it's a great idea, and it allows you to have all that money in your hands and not pay a mortgage payment. Whew, that's killing two birds with one stone when you're talking about retirement. So what's the alternative to all this? The alternative to all that is never, ever, ever be worried about money. How do you do that? Replace your earned income with passive income. What if you want to live a great life? Continue to increase your passive income and increase the quality of your life. What we never do is live off the principal. What we live off of is the income produced each month by these assets. And like I said, I just went out and bought five more pieces of property that are producing another $45,000 a month for me. So I'm adding to what I already have. You should start thinking about starting with some. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. So today we uh, sort of made fun of this Forbes article, 13 Ways to Make Your Money Last in Retirement, because basically what it's saying is here are some choices you can make to help you barely get by. Why would you ever set up a plan in life to barely get by, right? You know, there's an old saying, if you don't plan to succeed, then you plan to fail. But this is actually something even worse than that. You're planning to fail. <laughs> you know, they say no planning. In fact, I would say no planning might be as, as bad as bad planning. You just don't see how easy it is. I had a guy call me the other day. I actually sent me an email and I said, you know, like to have an interesting conversation with him. And he's saying he bought um, storage units. I thought, oh, that's interesting. He goes, I'd like to compare storage units to apartments and see, you know, if I could should make the change. I said, well, that's an interesting conversation. I don't know enough about storage units to be able to help you make that, so let's get on the phone and talk. So we talked. Nice guy. And he told me, first deal he ever did, makes $20,000 a month on this giant storage unit. And I'm like, I don't know why you're calling me. <laughs> I said $20,000 a month. That's incredible. But see, he wasn't thinking about 20000 a month as being good. He was thinking about, maybe I can do better. Maybe I should move from this over to something else because it can get better returns. Maybe I should be a lead investors and, and get the, the big numbers that these guys are spitting out here. And my answer was, no, you found something that works. And all you have to do is do more of it. Since you already know how to do it, there's no learning curve. Uh, you're an insider in the business now, so you get inside information. You know, you know if, some, if there's a, something comes up for sale, you know whether it's good or bad, if it's a good location or not. 
So, you know, you're right where you need to be. I'm bringing this point up because I'm saying there's so many different ways to skin the cat. There's so many different types of real estate you can buy uh, that makes it, that, that works. Now, there are some that don't make as much sense. Like, for example, uh, one of the economists is touting big time mobile home parks. And he's saying that people are getting so poor they can't even afford apartments anymore, so they're buying mobile homes and living in mobile homes. Well, that's fine. That may be true. There may be some truth to that. But my point is, who cares? Because if you buy a mobile home park, you buy raw land. You can't depreciate raw land. You're going to get cash flow, yes, definitely get cash flow, but you got raw land. Some people try to also put trailers and stuff. They, they buy a trailer park and buy the trailers and try to renovate them. But trailers lose value. They depreciate rapidly, and you can't depreciate them because they're considered a motor vehicle unless you take the wheels off and get them a, and take away license for them and whatever. There's a whole rigmarole to it. But the bottom line is that kind of stuff just doesn't work where when you buy a house, a small apartment, uh, storage units, commercial real estate, they appreciate, they pay down their mortgage, they have cash flow instantly, they have tax benefits that allows you to earn the, the income tax-free if done correctly, right? Uh, and then they have appreciation. So you're getting five different types of income at the same time. I was looking at the one of my apartments the other day because we had to send the financials into the mortgage company and said, okay, the apartment made us $331,000. But wait, it also paid the mortgage off by $300,000. So we really made $600,000 on this one deal. But you don't see the 300000 that paid the mortgage down. You won't see that until you either sell the property or refinance it. But those kinds of numbers people don't see. You don't even dream of making $600,000 on a deal in a year. But they're there. They're all over the place. Our members have done thousands of them. All you have to do is get in here, learn how to do it. Get yourself some mentoring, some help, some education, definitely. Get in touch with the people that do these kinds of deals and businesses and start networking, get involved. First one comes, it's scary, you don't know what you're doing. You're calling your mentors and calling your buddies every single day. Other Lifestyles members, oh my gosh, how do I do this, what do I do, blah, blah, blah. You're calling all your vendors and saying, okay, what's the first step here, what do I do there? Timelines, give me a timeline, give me a timetable, tell me what to do. Okay, what does that word mean? How do I do that? Da, 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 da. I mean, I've gone through it all. I've gone through it all many, many times myself where I tried something new that I hadn't done yet. But once you go through that first one, the second one is much easier. But I'll guarantee you when you come up to the second real estate deal, there's going to be a twist, something that's just a little different. But this time you're only trying to psych yourself through one or two little differences that you haven't run into yet. Not the whole package again. And by the time you've done three, four, five, eight, ten of them, it's very infrequently for stuff to come up that you're not totally aware of. But when it does, and if it's really problematic, like I looked at buying a, a piece of real estate that had a retention pond tied to it, and one that had a sewer system tied to it, and the city sewer where you had to sign an agreement to maintain the city sewer system. If it got clogged up any, during any storm, you had to unclog it. 
and you had to sign a thing that said you have to go out there and look at it after every name storm. Well, this property was in Florida. I'm in Houston. I'm not going to sign a document like that. And so I broke out of the deal. But that's how you learn. Now, whenever I look at deals in other states, I look at what are their legalities for their water sewer systems? Never thought about that because we don't have the problem in Houston. You learn. You grow. You make money. And you have more income than you live on and you save and you buy more. And you grow. And you make more money. And you save. And you have more money and you buy more real estate. I've been doing that now for 30 years. What do you think it ends up looking like after 30 years? Let's get you started. Two and a half years after I started, I was able to retire. Just so happened I did it at 34 years of age. It doesn't matter what that two to five years is for you. It's two to five years. You better get going right now. Otherwise, you may never retire. You may be living the life of quiet desperation for the rest of your life. Or you can have the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.